people, welcome to Relative Distance with Carla, aka CB, and Greg, aka G Dot, coming to you straight from the east and west coast of these United States of America. What's up, bruv? Book, 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 book. What's good? What's good, sis? The usual. The usual. Yep. Yep. Stuck in the house still? Stuck in the house board. Yeah, you know, I heard about you hitting them streets at 10 o'clock, making everyone go on curfew. That's the wrong person. You've been. Oh, uh, wasn't you? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm hitting them Netflix streets. That's what you're talking about. I'm blaming everybody. I heard y'all about to go back on shutdown, though. Oh, yeah. We never came off shutdown. Like, not really. They tried in May. Like, we're going to open the bars and the, and the gyms. And then, like, June, they're like, nah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> they, shut, they, they shut us down. Well, you know, our, our governor hates us and wants us to die. So, um, that's true. Everything's that's open. True. Yeah, I mean, look, five million people voter fraud. I mean, obviously, 5,600 were right, or 56, 5.6 million were voted what right. What are these numbers you're saying? Florida votes. Oh, okay. Yeah, 5.6 million, 5.6 million voted correctly. Uh, 5.2 were obviously fraudulent. Well, because y'all voted wrong. They're not coming after our state, though. They're coming no, after. Of course not. Of course not. After Michigan, and speaking of Michigan, Ooh, Michigan. Speaking of Michigan, <laughs> speaking of Michigan, I gotta send love to our for relative distance first official guest. We have our first guest, who is none other than my sister from another Mister, Mrs. Shiana Watson, will be joining us on relative distance today. So we'll get to the official intro very soon. Um, he's got toys. Um, oh. <laughs> That's not like that, y'all. Y'all can't see. <laughs> sound but, effects. Yeah, that's sound effects. I didn't know what I was looking at. So, yo, Shiana is my sis. I We've known each other almost 20 years now, can, if you can believe wow. that. Oh, wow. She is a multi-hyphenate. She is a wife. She is a mother. She is a minister. She is an educator. And she is my sister. Oh, she also officiated my mm. wedding. Which is right. very important to know. She is also a ring retriever. Uh, <laughs> yes, we have to tell that story. Yeah, well, I'll get to that story about how I forgot to take my ring to the altar. Um, yeah, so she'll be joining us today for our, our lively conversation that we'll be having today. So welcome, Shiana. Thanks so yeah. much for having me. I love y'all. We love you, too. Love we love you, you too. So we're going to jump sort of right on into our uh, stuff for the day. Um, Tales from the Crib, because this conversation is going to be sort of formed around one main topic, uh, what we're going to first talk about is our origin story when it comes to church. So Greg and I obviously were raised together um, Mm. and went to church together. Shout out to Olivet Institutional Baptist Church in Cleveland, Ohio on Quincy, Reverend Dr. Otis Moss Jr. That's right. That's right. But what's fun, Pastor Moss, what I don't, what's interesting though, my brother, is I have memories of being there together, singing in the Echoes of Joy at a young age. But mm-hmm. then, like, when I get to high school, the memories start to dissipate. So tell well, me. Well, that's because um, as our parents decided that their relationship was going to uh, amicably <laughs> split, uh, they were, uh, dad, dad started going to another church. Yeah. And, um, you know, I found out the reason why. I don't want to put all his... Uh, I don't want to spill all his tea, but he started he started going to another church, and um, mom was raising uh, her status in Olive. She was getting so elevated. I started, go- mm-hmm. I started going with dad to uh, Morningstar, and uh, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, so I stopped going. And they kind of made me stop. They let me stop going to church right about when they got divorced. Okay. They're like, what, they're like whatever. We're not dragging this kid out of bed. <laughs> so, you know, plus, you know, they, they had to. They had to be all fly because they were single now. So they had to put on their Dracare Noir and and, sh- and and go to church and try to see what's good with the deacon board. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it really fell apart after about, I would say, when you were 14 or 15. Okay, it so all, right around changed. the same time when we started living apart is sort of also. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, for me, I was going to Olivet. It's interesting because when I was 13... Um, I was in the Girl Scouts at church, and that is when mm-hmm. I decided to go up front to when the doors of the church were opened, and I went up front, not understanding why I was going. I went up front because some of the other Girl Scouts went, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. I guess I should get baptized, but I had no idea of the deep spiritual implications of it to the point where my grandma, the grandma followed us up to the altar, and I was like, she, I, she, when I went up, she fell, she said, thank you, Jesus, and she dropped her cane. And was like oh. shouting behind me, and I was like, "Why she so? Why she acting like that?" Like I didn't, I didn't get it at all. I didn't get it wow. at all. So, you know, I was what about my thing? But I went to church, you know, because my friends, we all sat in the balcony, and we used to just, you know, chop it oh, up on right. Sunday mornings. I met my boyfriend. He comes up every episode. This is not on purpose, <laughs> but, but but we that's where we kind of started our thing at church. But there was no. It was very different from my experience when I got to college. Oh well, I, I think I think uh, only people in Nexium have any idea of what uh, <laughs> of what your experience was like in college. Nexium, <laughs> not a cult. <laughs> he said it. That's that's what oh, he said. Now Shiana God. and I attended the same church in college. Right, oh. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like. <laughs> Greg didn't know, but that's how I, I I, I originally, Carl and I got connected was through church, not through U of M, because Carl and I have a bit of an age difference that I'm old, just say it, sis, I'm old. You're not old because I'm elderly, so no. So then what am I? I'm a corpse. Um, We're fine. We're fine. I came to U of M in 2002 when Carla was in grad school. I wasn't even in grad, I was just working. No. I was just an employee. Yeah, you were working, oh, yeah. Wow. So it was when you got to grad school, what, 2003, 2004? 2003, I went to 2003. Grad so mm-hmm. yeah, it was like my, my sophomore year that Carla and I got connected. But even my freshman year, everyone kept saying like, oh, there's someone who's like living in the area that you can uh, hitch a ride to perfecting. It was you can far. Because it was far from Ann Arbor. So I was like, oh, you you go to church with her and I was like, but I don't know her. I don't know this woman. Like I'm not about to just like try his ride with a stranger. Stranger, stranger danger. Stranger danger. So I really didn't go to church that much until like Carla got back on campus for real, and, and you came to choir rehearsal. And they're like, see, this is the girl I've been trying to tell you about, blah 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 blah. And then I was like, oh yeah, she's cool people. Like yeah, we about to hang out for real, yeah. and that's how we got. And here we are going to church together, and we're that's still awesome. together. Right, and that's cool. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's how I was introduced to Carla was that everyone kept saying like, there's someone, you know, he needs to connect with, you can go to church with her. Um, Cause I started going to perfecting when I was in high school and I was living in Flint. We would drive from Flint to Detroit to go to church. How far is that? That is a solid drive, like an hour plus. Oh, wow. Like an hour, 10 minutes, hour 15, depending, you know, upon traffic wow. and whatnot. So we would go down for every service from Flint all the way to Detroit. And, I remember uh, seeing y'all uh, there. 
Yeah, but by the time I went to school, um, I didn't have a car. I didn't know how I was going to get to church. And I didn't really know Carla that well. But then everyone was like, yeah, you need to connect with her. Yeah. Mm. Here we are. And I did neglect to shout out Flint uh, in your intro. So give some love to Flint Town. Flint Town, Fly City, represent, hardly home, but always repping. I love my city. (laughs) That's dope. Yeah, see, you you guys made friends in church. I never like made friends in church, so it was it was never a social experience for me. Okay. It was it was always a mandatory. Gotcha. Attending, even even like when I went when I was on my own, it was like I never had friends there. I just kind of went outside right. by myself. You know, I'm a weirdo. Well, so <laughs> you know, it's like you're. But I will say the social aspect does help if there's someone there that you can bond with. That's like on your same same age, you kind of going through the same things. That does make it uh, more palatable, I guess, because uh, you can kind of share these experiences with each other. Especially when you're young, like when you like mm-hmm. when your parents are making you go every Sunday, yeah. and like you know you can look forward to the social aspect. Yeah, I mean, is you're up on the balcony. I was sitting. I was sitting next to mom <laughs> with, 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 with Mrs. Grant or was one of the other de- one of the female deacons giving me dusty mints that were in the bottom of their purse. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I don't need that. <laughs> that would, that would, that's a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. But I had like my four running buddies were there at, at all of it, particularly, right. you know, so we were all the same age. So that's right. That's right. Y'all little crew. We were crew. Like, we like, you know, like the mean, like the mean girls of Olivet. We were not. We were super nice. Well, you, you had were a Lindsay, click? You were the Lindsay Lohan, no. though. You were the nice one. You were the nice one. That's not true. They were all nice. Uh, no, they were all, they were all nice. Don't talk they about my <laughs> friends like that. Uh, uh, all nice. They were all nice. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I'm just joking to you girls. You know who you are. Yeah. If, if you're listening. But that was, you know, heavy 90s. You know, we were mm-hmm. doing our, our running around thing before we all left for school. Speaking of the 90s, we also were watching The Fresh Prince. I don't know if y'all caught the reunion. It's moving not on yet. to what in the world. I haven't. Not I'm the yet. only one that I've watched only seen the trailer. Oh. Well, you, said, you said bring your tissues. I was like, well, is this for Ashley or for Hillary? Because. Gross. Sure. Gross tissues. Ew. Oh. <laughs> oh. I was confused. I was confused by. I was like, "Dang, Carla!" Flag on the play. I guess yeah. I could have been interpreted that way. I wasn't. I didn't. I did not I specify know. tears. Yeah, I right. mean, folks said, you know, Ashley Tatiana Ali, you know, she's still fine on your knee mm-hmm. street. So mm-hmm. she looked good. Mm-hmm. She I, looked- I told you I, I, when I met her, I was like, you know. Oh, I know you met her. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Name drop. This, this so is a, no, 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 no. This is LA. This is his LA life. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, a, that's this, true. You're you're yeah. very fancy. Yeah. Well, yeah. She she was she's a very 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 smart woman. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, so you like stuff? And she was like, <laughs> and she was like, she was like I just got off the Obama administration as a, as, as a press secretary assistant. I was like, oh, you like stuff? You like smart stuff? It was the worst conversation I've ever, I've ever had with a woman. So, oh my so it's not all fire. Was, oh, I'm sorry, bruv. I'm sorry, yeah. bruv. But you've got you to be shoot, in, in her vicinity. You got to shoot your shot. Yeah, you gotta try. You like stuff would work for some people. Yeah, yeah. right. She she wasn't the one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you watched it, Carla. It was good. It's worth. It's it's worth watching. It was very well done. Um, I didn't expect to cry as much as I did. Even though you know you kind of knew when they're well, I'm not a I'm not I'm a thug. I don't really cry like that. You know what I'm saying? You know I drop a thug tear every once in a while. I'm a thug. What you mean? 
Don't doubt what? my thug. I'm from Solon. So anyway, I um, <laughs> I did not expect. I just didn't expect it. I knew that when they got to the James Avery part that it would be yeah, yeah tough. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I cried when I saw it on YouTube. Like, Bruh. They're just, yeah, oh, brother like, cry. Brother cry. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive. Yes. Yeah, man, it's sad. That's yeah, sad. so, but watching it, and it was about an hour, um, hour and a half, but it was it was really well done. The way that it was uh, formatted, you know, the conversation that they had was really well done. And then I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they bring back old Aunt Viv because it's yeah, all in the trailers the trail, and stuff. Yeah. And um, good. that was emotional. And there's a lot of healing that happens in that. So I don't want to oh, say good. too much about it because... You know, I want you to watch it and it to feel. Well, yeah, well, I I know she was kind of fired. They talk about why she was fired. They talk about why she left the show. I'll okay. I'll or, or whether she say was quit, it that quit way. Or fired. Mm-hmm. What happened? Her, her perspective mo- versus Will's. It was a money. Yeah, it was yeah, related sure. to that. Yeah, always, always money. Yeah, always <laughs> is. Well, that's. I mean, that's good. Like at least they brought her back because mm-hmm. the worst part is to like try to edit history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that I think with Will being, you know, the way he is now and, and, and you know, being very there like he's been in therapy, has gotten some work or so you know, he's done the work. So he kinda knows the things to say and how to yeah. deal with difficult situations and what he needs to do to heal. And it was really evident that she needed it as well. So Oh wow. Well, oh, yeah. 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 Well, after his red after his red table talk, he's got the tools. <laughs> uh, right, listen, Gammy with her third eye, like right. That okay. and then you know him having to just put all his stuff out with Jada in the street yeah, this year, yeah, and yeah. I mean just expose it all, peel back all the layers. Will we know so much about you now? Wow, be free. That's great. I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm, I am gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, definitely peep that. Definitely peep it. Uh, speaking of uh, resolve beefs. In just a little bit, because we, uh-huh. we are, um, it's Thursday night that we're recording, so in about 30 minutes, uh, Jeezy and Gucci Mane are going to be participating in Versus, the first episode of Versus, if you call it an episode, the first event of the second season. Now, how well-versed are you in the history between Gucci Mane and Jeezy, and why they hate each other, or why they hated each other? Didn't um, Gucci... Um... You know, put pop, some bullets pop. in Jeezy's uh, boy. That is, yeah, that's what some, I. Some hot lead. Some uh, he, he he fired him up. So yeah, apparently in two thousand five they recorded "Icy" together uh, on the track, and then they had a dispute about whose album it was going to end up on. It ended up on Gucci's album. Jeezy didn't like that, so they're within the month of May. 2005 these two were going at it back and forth releasing diss tracks back and forth back and forth then like in the middle of may i think to the point where jeezy was like in one of his songs put out basically put out a bounty on gucci says i'll drop 10 stacks on whoever can get the chain off gucci's neck i'm paraphrasing i'm sure it sounded very different than that yeah i'm sure i'm sure he had bars when he said yeah that wasn't bars that was solid (laughs) he he said that he would he said that he would uh kill him so and give him money, buddy. Tuck your hand, buddy. <laughs> Put your bone. Yeah. So they they that happened, and so then like in the middle of May, apparently some of Jeezy's associates assaulted Gucci. Gucci in defense, self defense, fired back, pop 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 pop, 
killed one of them. And home invasion, home invasion, right? It was a home invasion. Yeah, okay. it was a home invasion. So, you know, that didn't go over well with with Jeezy. And there's been a war of words for 15 years, on and off, but for 15 years. So there's been talks of them recollaborating again, and then, but they come back and talk trash about each other again. So tonight is like the first time I think anyone has seen them in the same room in 15 years. And they're I supposed to be in the same room. I, was, I wonder how many people they're going to let in for their entourage. It's just going to be like Snoop and DMX where it's just them. It needs to Although, be. Because their yeah, entourage has gotten to a brawl. Security. Well, that. at least have enough security available, even if entourage isn't there. Yeah. Right, right. Well, can we talk about Gucci Mane's acting? What did he act in? He was in that movie Spring Breakers with uh, James Franco. I did not and, see that movie. Uh, let me see. Let me, let me see if I can pull up what I else. I don't even done. know what this movie is. Right. Uh, Greg be knowing yeah. this stuff. He knows these obscure <laughs> movies that no one's heard of. Well, well, listen, it's Gucci Mane's debut performance, of course. How do you not know it? Holy God. <laughs> I mean, let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can find what else Gucci Mane is acting in. Cause you look at his IMDb right now? Yeah, b- because, it, because it's going to be worth seeing. Uh... <laughs> Spring Breakers 2012, uh, Project X, that's a soundtrack. Um, but he's not a very good actor. <laughs> no, he got 42 credits, though. Credits of what? Oh, like acting um, credits? Ah, yeah, they're videos. He put his videos. That's that's cheating, Gucci Mane. <laughs> Eva, you haven't done this, you? <laughs> tell him. Tell him how you feel. Yeah. yeah. Your fifth harmony feature spot does not count as an acting credit. <laughs> But it's on there, right? It's on there. Oh, a song called uh, Down. I don't know that song. Selena that's, Gomez featuring Gucci Mane. I know like none of his music. I know yeah. I know like two songs by Jeezy. That's why like this 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 verses I wasn't even going to really watch until I realized that they didn't like each other. I said, oh, this is going to be for the culture. So um, I know Put On by Jeezy and I know uh, Lose My Mind with him implies. So those are like the two okay. songs that I come up with. Like, oh, that's how I dance. Yeah. But like, otherwise, I don't know <laughs> neither one of their music. Yeah, not, I don't know any of it. I don't know any of it. Like, really? I mean, there's some decent Gucci tracks. Well, no, I remember he had a couple like before he went to jail. He, I, I don't yeah. Think he went to, I don't know. I don't think he went to jail for shooting Jeezy's. He did. I think it was for something else. It was a yeah. weapons charge. He was there for two years, yeah. and then he changed. Mm-hmm. Ch- transformed mm-hmm. in prison. Right, so maybe we get a different Gucci, you know, interacting with Jeezy this time around. I don't know. I'm just surprised Jeezy well, want to be in the same room. Well, somebody uh, posted a meme yesterday of uh, <laughs> that said, yo, "Yo, Jeezy, go dig your boy up" or something, and it was like somebody <laughs> jumping, and and Gucci Mane retweeted it and like put laugh, <laughs> like, <laughs> face emojis. Yikes! On it. So yeah. that was that was, yeah, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Still a mess. Okay. <laughs> Penny Labelle. <laughs> Petty Rubble. Right. Oh no. This is oh, gonna be so. amazing. I can't yeah, wait. It's, it's gonna be intense. It's gonna be good. For sure. For sure. Oh, also in yeah. these Instagram streets, uh, speaking of memes, I wanted to get to the crux of what we wanted to discuss. Cause one um Ms. Erica Campbell, who is fifty percent of the gospel group Mary Mary, with her sister Tina, who supports Trump. Really? I wonder if she still supports Trump, but she did. She basically got canceled by the culture for what she said about Trump a couple of years ago. Anyway, Erica mm. felt like it was a good idea six days ago to go on Instagram and post the following statement mm. in a very, very large font. 
It's very large. It's, it's gigantic to the point where it cuts off the words a little bit. So Miss Erica states, you can't sow hoe seeds and reap marriage benefits. Your brain and body don't switch like that. You got to prepare your mind for marriage because it's ministry. Now, now, now Erica has a pretty moderate following on, on Instagram. She's got, mm, how many followers does she have? 2.5 million. That's, that's a lot of people. Oh, she's got a lot. Yeah, her, her posts normally get about eh, 1,100, 1,200 likes, maybe, you know, people commenting 65, 70, maybe 200 comments. This particular post, when I checked it earlier, has now amassed 26,830 likes and almost 1,800 comments. And what I will say, before I let uh, yield the floor, is this, Chiana and I put it in the group chat almost at the same time. <laughs> Because my question to the group was, can someone define what a hoe seed is? So I'm curious to what you guys think. What is a hoe seed? And uh, and or, uh, let's just start there. What is a hoe seed, my people? Right. Can I pick it up from Lowe's, Home Depot, H.R. Fair? It's in the gardening section. Trust me, I checked. They're all sold out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I, this opinion unprompted unsolicited like who asked for this yeah yeah, yeah why <laughs> that was my question why it's like that nobody like the nobody mean nobody and then erica campbell hosey <laughs> <laughs> this is this is clearly pointed at somebody uh, listen you know i don't know who somebody's mad about this so what were the comments? Like, what were the... Uh... Hmm. So we had a mixture of amen, girl, they can't handle this type of teaching all the way down to this dead wrong. And what does this mean? Um, this is wrong and judgmental. Um, I know a lot of married hoes, I see. Oh, okay. Uh, well... Hmm. Someone said, preach, Erica. Well, basically, uh, what she's what? Saying is, basically what she's saying is you. they won't... Why would they buy the cow if they get the milk for free? Is what she's saying. Mm. That's what a host Kinda. is. Right? right? At least it's, that's the first part. That's what the first sentence is I'm reading. The first part of it. Mm-hmm. Then, then it goes a little bit crazy from there. Your brain and body. <laughs> I, I, I think you can do both. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think you, I think you could be a, a hoe and a wife. I don't see why. I don't see and- I, I don't know. Why? So I have multiple questions. Let's do it. Um, definitely, she's giving the vibe of, you know, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? But she's also giving vibes of you can't t- turn a hoe into a housewife. Right, which right, 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 right. Definitely has been proved that this is, that's false. false. Uh, for a lot of people. <laughs> but the, the primary question I have is why are the whole seeds only being sold by by women? So uh-huh. are there are there no men? Someone hosey mm. who still get married. But are you reading into that? You might be See. reading it. You might be because I, I might be. You're right. I might be reading into she it. Doesn't, it doesn't specify gender. Doesn't specify gender. You're right. I'm reading yeah. into it. It yeah. tends to be that most of the time they're sure. they're directing these conversations to, yeah. to women. Yeah, because yeah, if it was a guy, I'd be like you know, 
You can't you can't put it down and get rid of her, buddy. Or something like that. Right. Like, keep yeah. it a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my question. That was my, my thought when you asked that, sis, is like when especially being from the church, you interpret that to be directed to women almost immediately. You know what I mean? So yeah, you almost yeah. infer that it is directed toward us where very well it doesn't have a gender, but you automatically genderize it because of the way things typically are structured in the church settings. Because right. of women, women ministry, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Like, she's a woman and I guess she, you know, yeah. I'm, sure she leads the, I'm sure she leads the worship team at wherever she goes. With. She's Maybe. a pastor. I think her husband's a pastor. Oh. Right? In, in LA. Warren's a pastor. Is he? Right. Um, No, he might be. I don't know. You know, I feel like most celebrity or gospel celebrities are, you know, ministers in some kind of way. They end up being ordained or licensed or all of a sudden, you know, they called and opened up a church. Who knows? So he he might be pastoring. Um, But you're right, Greg, that a lot of the the ministerial stuff um, is directed toward women. They they, They do have men's ministry, but they don't have a men's ministry that's called like husband school. Whereas uh, I've seen wifey school, wife school, wife academy, how to be a wife. Like that's the focus for a women's ministry versus yeah. the men's ministry is like, you know, man up, toughen up and, you know, don't masturbate basically. Right, 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 don't right, look right, at right. porn is the men's ministry. Whereas the women is like, we have to do all of these yeah. extra things to make ourselves valuable and worthy for someone to look upon us and, you know, not, the mm-hmm. planting whole seeds so that we're right. prepared for marriage. When do you think those classes were no longer taught by men? The like wifey school. Oh, the wifey school. <laughs> yeah, like, up, until, like, up until like last fall, it was men telling women how to be wives. Oh, it's yeah. still hot. It still happens. I mean, you think about like, you know, what's his name? Um, Steve Harvey. Now this is a oh, yeah. person. Steve Harvey came out with that book. How to you know, um, think like a man. Think yeah, yeah, act like a lady, like a woman. Thank you. Think, like, think a like a man. And then even like John Gray a couple of years ago recently got in trouble for or got dragged for um, was it a girlfriend? Tell, tell the me, spirit me. spirit of a girlfriend. That's and it. what's funny is he like you were saying with those comments. He got dragged by by one you know side of you know Christendom and faith. But the other side, I saw so many of our friends from from college and that were involved in ministries and stuff with us that were like, amen, yes. Pastor John Gray. Mm-hmm. I will not walk in the spirit of a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to save these things that are only, you know, acts and, and service that you do for a man. If you're married, I'm not going to have that girlfriend mindset. Mm-hmm. What's that mean, walk in the spirit of a girlfriend? I don't know what that means. It means foolishness. Oh. <laughs> it, means, it, means, it means doing stuff on the couch. I got it. Yes. Basic. Back to the couch. Oski, it's ski. a lot. Right. It's a lot. Like you can Google this little clip okay, okay. no, no, that no. went viral, a spirit of a girlfriend. But yeah, basically, you know, doing wifely stuff, but you're only a girlfriend. Yeah. So you're going to only be at that girlfriend level. And you're in the mindset of only a girlfriend. You're not acting like a, a wife, wife would act. So many, so many ho seeds, so many right. ho seeds planted. Still out here, Johnny Apple ho seed, spreading <laughs> <laughs> it out. 
<laughs> you know, you can't do that and, and be married because marriage is only for these very se- select, holy and, you know, virginal people. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I wanted to kind of touch on today because, you know, you know, since you and I have had these conversations with our with our third uh, shout out Jocelyn, but uh, we've had, <laughs> we got to have the, we've had these conversations because I'm seeing a shift that I didn't see before. And maybe that's just because I'm open to having these conversations now, but you know, being one way and sort of kind of really truly walking in that, um, just, I guess, diving in headfirst in the church culture and Christianity and all that in college, everything you do, or at least in the, in the ministry we were involved in, there was so much shame and guilt involved in what you were being taught. Either you're doing it the right way or you're going to hell. Like there was really no middle ground. And right. that seems like sexual sin was the epitome of the worst, mm-hmm. the worst mm-hmm. of the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why this, this purity culture conversations that have been seeing evolve more have been really, really interesting to me and it's been changing my mindset about a lot of this because if you think about it women are taught through the church you know be chaste you know you don't let a man touch you you know you can't really touch yourself you know what i mean like your body is a temple to be unsoiled until you're married these women get married and have no idea how to Mm -hmm. what they want what that sex is supposed to be pleasurable because mm-hmm. none of that is taught in the church. It's shameful. So you're dealing with shame in the bedroom now with your spouse because you've been programmed all these years to think that this is wrong. And so like my my thing is like I just don't want to perpetuate that anymore. Like I'm trying to find the way the marriage between healthy and still sort of following what you're taught. And that's like the conversation I wanted to have because there's so mm-hmm. much more, so much deeper than, you know, you being shamed every Sunday for not, you know, for having feeling this way. Well, there, there's a C story in the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I've uh, seen so you know, many movies. Have you, have you, Sean, have you seen that movie? I have seen Forgetting Sarah right, Marshall. So, but I mean, it's just so me long. then. Remind okay, okay, me, right. so me of the plot again. So Jack McBriar, who plays in 30 Rock, the kind of the goofy guy from 30 mm-hmm. Rock. Yes, yeah. He he is married and it's the first time they're having sex and he's like he's like and like she wants to have sex and he's like he's like no and like and he's having a hard time and he comes out and talks to Russell Brand and he kind of shows him like like what you're saying Carla like how they can have you know how sex can be pleasurable Mm-hmm. And but but it's so funny. But it's exactly what you're talking about. How like he was like no. So she like, she wants him like to like go downstairs and push his head down. He's like no, not from you. Like, <laughs> like, like your dirty sin box. <laughs> like like he's like he's like so scared of it. Yeah. But but it, but it's a real thing. I, I have friends who got married and waited and then they got divorced mm. because they weren't compatible and yeah. they didn't know what to do. They and, didn't know. They didn't. You know. And there's. And there's a reason sometimes women don't are will will date a man who might be chaste, because or or, or celibate or abstinent because they don't want to have sex. So when he's married, he's like, it's go time, oh, and she's like, like no, 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 no. That's no, no. interesting. Yeah, yeah. But but so, 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 so maybe define what purity culture is for maybe listeners who don't know exactly what. Uh, I guess you just kind of did. Yeah, I would say it it really is what Carla was explaining. And it is so um, 
it's so much more than that too. So it's not just talking about like sex and sexuality, but purity culture is this overwhelming theology that um, the only way you are valuable is if you are virginal. And the only way that you are, are virginal is if you, you know, deny yourself of all of these other worldly pleasures and, and that you have to, like Carla was saying, be chaste, dress modestly, like the whole um, uh, idea of modesty and chastity and all of that is weaponized really towards women. They, right. they do kind of throw that to men too. Like I said, sure. for men, it's all about porn. You know, for men, masturbation. it's all about, you know, yeah. porn and masturbation mm-hmm. for the men. And for women, of course, like they're never touching themselves. Yeah. Um, and you are, you know, virginal and it's all wrapped up in this packaging of you have to be holy and chaste and modest. And that's what's going to make you worthy and valuable to your future mate. Everything mm-hmm. is for that future mate. Mm-hmm. And then once you are together, you know, you're supposed to flip some, some switch and then all right, of a sudden... Right. You have this, you know, oh, marriage bed is undefiled. You know, they throw that scripture right. out there. And you're supposed to be, you know, a lady in the streets, but a freak in the bed. And all of a sudden, you know, folks who have for years been conditioned and told, like, they can't dress a certain way. Like, you can't have your arms out because your arms too My sexy. shoulders are I'm going to hell right now. My shoulders Listen, are right now, I got... I got on leggings. Leggings, Ooh, now that's of the devil. I do too. I'm, I'm definitely going to hell. What? <laughs> That is not of the Lord, cause you showing up your shape. <laughs> now is this now do you now is this ideology perpetuated more from the pulpit or from your peer group? Ooh, I think it's a trickle down. I think yeah, it trickles down. Yeah, so it I, comes I from there, that. and it because you're being shamed. I assume if like yes. your friends see you out in yogurt pants and you're you know and you're going to the gym and you got your arms out yeah. they might say something about you but right well oh yeah they're gonna hold you accountable yeah, like they, okay. they they may pull you off to the side because they are reinforcing what they were taught from the pulpit correct because you take what's said from the pulpit as you know the voice of god this is mm-hmm. someone who's a pastor who's your spiritual leader mm-hmm. who's you know supposedly studying scripture right, who right, supposedly right. Is, you know praying and 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 has the you know the the ear of god and they're talking and listening to the lord so whatever they say it has this authority and then everyone around you who's trying to you know supposedly you know work out their soul salvation they're going to reinforce what's said because you know they want to hold you accountable mm-hmm. there's the whole idea of accountability partners right. too that you know you don't want to cause I was told so many times as a young adult you don't want to cause your brother to stumble yep. you're accountable to them you, you don't want to cause your, you know, um, your brother in Christ to look at you lustfully because mm-hmm. it's my responsibility. It's on you. It's not action. on them. It's on you. It's, all, it's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. So you have, you know, young women and, and other women and the mothers of the church holding you accountable. You have your friend groups holding you accountable um, all because they're the, the mindset and the thought, even though sometimes it's well-intended, is just to reinforce that you are not valuable unless you are virginal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so- great. I don't know if I ever told you the story. I think I told you, Shiana, but uh, the church we attended, I, I, I was fairly new. I had just gotten saved, you know, and was going to church on Sunday morning and was pulled to the side uh, by someone in leadership and said, come, then she said, come to the back with me. And I was like, Oh, okay. I'm thinking, you know, I'm new to the church. Like, oh, she's trying to be my friend. You know, I didn't know. Like, oh, mm-hmm. She must see something in yeah. me that she really likes. And she wants to pull me to the side and talk to me. You're going to give me a solo. You're going to give me a solo with the choir. 
It wasn't that. And there's another story coming about the church. There's another story about the singing. That's an aside. We'll table that for another episode. But no, she took me to the back. And I'm sitting there. I was like, well, what is it? She's like, take this robe. She gave me a choir robe. Put the choir robe on. Give me your skirt. My slits were too high. So she literally sewed my skirt up in the back of the church before service wow. started because my slits were too high and showing too much leg. Wow. That is that kind wearing, of stuff. Y'all should have been wearing robes there anyways. You know what I mean? <laughs> and by the way, let, let, let me be clear. I, I was not calling I was not calling your church a cult. I was calling the gospel <laughs> chorales. No, oh, wow. Like that's, like, that's better. Like, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I'm about to say either one, a shoe might fit, depending upon what what era we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I love my gospel chorale days. I do. But it was a lot, Greg. I'm yeah. not no, going to no, hold I, you up. No, it no, was no, a lot. Saw, My mother and I went and saw Carla when she was maybe a sophomore in college. Like, they came to Cleveland and were, and we were like, whoa, this is... <laughs> This Listen, is intense. We love Jesus for real. Hard. We love them real, hard. Real. We, yeah, man. We love yeah, Jesus like hard. It. Get right or get left. <laughs> I still have the shirt. Get right or get Holy left. Holiness is still right. Wow. Holiness or hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, here, take these white Ked sneakers, and you have to wear these dicky pants, and, and welcome to the corral. And, and drink this but, flavor aid while you're at it. But yeah, no, yeah, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's, but that's the thing. And I think that's one of the things that started to sort of change me a little bit is because I was so fixated in this way that things were supposed to be. And I'm, this is what I'm being told. This is how it's supposed to be. And as things started to unravel and I started to see behind the curtain a little bit and realize that everybody was a hot, fiery mess and it typically was right. sexual issues, I was like, y'all had me out here just de- denying myself. <laughs> I have feelings that I want to express, but y'all told me right. it was wrong, but y'all out here just doing it. Like, really? Like, the hypocrisy of it all, I guess, is really what well, sort of... Well, I'll, I'll... So, Shiana, what you may not know about me is right around 18 or 19, I got very... I got pulled back into church on my own independently, and it was, you know, one of these mega churches, and I was, you know, I, you know, I got saved, and I was going to church, and, and I guess I didn't know there was a name for it, but what you're talking about is sort of what... Maybe not as... Um, explicitly as they were tell- selling you, but it was definitely like, you know, you can lose your salvation if you do this mm-hmm. and this and that. And um, I dated a girl. I would only date women that were going to church mm-hmm. and ultimately got my girlfriend, who I'd only been dating for a very short period of time, pregnant. And and the guilt that I felt ripped me apart to the point where I never felt comfortable going back into church, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been back. Mm. Never been back, and so I got back into the world, and it's just because I, you know, the the judgmental nature of that is so explicit, and so, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Carla? Like so, uh, shameful. Yeah, yeah, prevalent. Like yeah, like it, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just hard to, it's hard to reconcile after a while, I guess, mm-hmm. and like you know, and go back and keep looking at you know, you know, everyone's judging you, and mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but yeah, but but I, I get you guys were in it so much deeper than I was. I was only in it for I was a tourist. But you but you experienced <laughs> that's the thing. But you still yeah. experienced and that and that's what I'm saying. Like purity culture is so baked in. It's such an overwhelming theology that is just so pervasive that it doesn't matter whether or not like you were in the church your whole life or mm-hmm. you were only in it 
at a very critical moment in your life, either way, you felt the impact of that very violent theology. Yeah. Um, because any theology, to, to me, at the end of the day, you have to look at the fruit that it bears. And if any theology is bearing the fruit of shame, guilt and condemnation that can't be from a loving god mm -hmm. i'm sorry mm -hmm. like the like you just said you couldn't wow. reconcile it mm -hmm. so if that is how you're you know feeling which is completely valid and legitimate um to me that's a disconnect from what we know to be god's heart and god's nature for his children that he's made in his image that he loves who he has given these great abilities of pleasure of intimacy and I think that those types of theologies that is bearing fruit of shame, guilt, and judgment, yeah. that, that, that's, that's not, that's, that's not beautiful. of the Lord. That's yeah. beautiful what you just said. That really is. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, and, and I get, and I guess what, one thing I talked to Carla about that I kind of wanted to bring up was after you're married and the purity culture no longer really applies to you as, as, as other than being a motherly or maternal or paternal figure dictating what someone else is supposed to do. Do you think that has fed in at all into, because I'm assuming that a lot of people that I was in church with in Ohio are now avid Trump supporters who are believing that they are, they, they, that they are God's chosen child and that anything else is a, do you think, do you find a correlation between the two? Of, you said folks, once they get married? Yeah, once they're older and now they're in their 30s and 40s and 50s, you know, who now, no longer, you know, purity culture no longer applies to them because they're married and I'm sure they're doing everything they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do, I do but, think there's ahead, a there's there's an air of moral superiority. I think you mentioned that too right. prior to especially if they were virginal when they got married and did everything right, so to speak. Their sex lives could be trash. But right. outwardly they're like, I did it this way it was supposed to. There was like that the uh we talked about this recently on the group chat, but it was the the woman, the young girl that presented her 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 certificate of virginity to her father at the oh, wedding. Yes. It's mm, like wow. that, yeah, gross. Ew. Right, yeah. right. That's the face. That's it, Greg. Yep, that is the face that everyone should have. Did he sniff it? About this. Ew. he sniffed it. <laughs> yeah. But it was her and her oh, pastor. Wow. Like she gave them the certificate saying, "I am a." I went to the doctor. The doctor attested that I'm a virgin, and I'm showing you that I kept my promise. What? Dr. Pastor. The, the pastor. And the, it was the, the, Dr. Pastor. Yeah. Ew. Right. The certificate was from the doctor. She presented it to, to the, her pastor. But she's saying, he's saying the doctor was the pastor. That's what he's saying. Oh, he did whoa. the check. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but so. Also, not that very far off from some of these pastors. Yeah, I'm telling you. Talk, hey, talk about it. Talk hey, about nah. it. But I Most do think. Put it on the Catholic Church, but Protestants too. Yeah, a, hot, a hot mess. Yeah. A hot mess. <laughs> But I do think wow. that what you're saying is that it's that same thing with the people that are the evangelicals that are supporting Trump. They can look past all the other terrible things that he does and say, well, he, you know, they're one issue mm -hmm. voters like, well, I believe in pro-life, so I'm going to support him. And the other stuff he's or he's just God's chosen that's supposed to be in the White House. I'm like, how? Like, Shannon was talking about the fruit. What mm -hmm. fruit is he mm -hmm. bearing that makes you right, think? Right, that exactly. That, exactly. That's what the guy. He's the Antichrist. He is known by its fruit. Mm -hmm. Oh, a mess. And I think what you just said, Carla, about the moral superiority that once folks get married, you know, they have this idea of moral superiority. They absolutely do. And they use that position to then perpetuate um, oppression. That's so it. 
Erica, you are living your married life with your husband. And whatever y'all got going on in y'all bedroom, y'all go ahead and do it. Why do you have to take time and energy out of your day to make this post about whole seeds? If you ain't sowing the whole seeds, why should this even take up rent in your head, right? right? There are bigger fish to fry in 2020. Hello. So most folks who have are married and now they don't have to deal with the quote unquote, you know, struggle of sexual impurity mm-hmm. or sexual immorality they take that moral superiority and like you said place it whether it's in politics or place it on uh people who are single and like right. oh this is how you got to get like me and um they just perpetuate the system of oppression instead of just being free yeah, yeah. like you go be free be free. I mean, you know, a 19-year-old horny kid getting married just just so he can, you know, go to second base is not terrible. It's moves. not freedom. And that's not holiness. That's not freedom. Yeah. And that's not holiness. And yeah, the same thing, you've got plenty of people out there sowing their whole seeds and getting married, like Shiana said at the top, and they yeah. are fine. Totally it's fine. fine. Holes are winning, which is totally <laughs> fine. Holes are amazing in the middle of the And I would love for everybody to win. I'm here for everybody to win. Yes. Yeah, so, man. so I just don't understand the time and the energy and headspace to down somebody else for their choices. And then let me not, I don't want to open up a whole other can of worms on this, but another thing, Greg, are you familiar with soul ties? What those are? No, no. So, what's that? so, 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 <laughs> so. This is this is the teaching that every person that you have sexual relations with, a piece of your soul is transferred to that individual, and you receive a part of their soul. So you are in, irrevocably tied to this person for the rest of your life because you had sex. I can tell you right now that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, like, let me scroll through my mental roll. Let, let, absolutely let, not. Let me test. <laughs> let me let me testify. <laughs> and there's always those really horrible illustrations. Have you seen like there's the tape illustration, the gum illustration, the heart mm. illustration? I don't know if you've seen those. The paper. Like the I saw, saw the paper recently. The paper where it's like, okay, you take a piece of tape and you, you know, pass it around the room. And, you know, at first, you know, the tape and sticks to things really easily. But as you pass it around to each person, the tape isn't sticky anymore. And that's mm. your, you know, sex in your your vagina, I guess, basically, <laughs> in your penis. It, it can no longer stick after it's sucked no sad, other people. Of, no more, uh, no more, no more yeah. sticky, icky. Right, yeah. right. The gum has lost its flavor after it's been chewed. The heart, you give it to one person, then it's, you know, ripped off, and you only have, like, this little bit left for your husband since you've been giving your heart away. Oh, uh, I've seen that one. Have I've you seen, seen that, that one? one? Yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's wild. The I devil. Mean, I mean, that's wild. I mean, I, I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where, like, if you're, if you're wrestling morally, then there probably is some truth to it. If every single time you do it, you feel terrible and you hate yourself and, and it's weighing on you and you have to go to, you know, if, you know, you have to go. And you know, and lay prostrate and self-flagellate and, at the altar. Yeah, yeah, self-flagellate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you have to do that every single time, yes, it's going to take a. But but like you're saying before, if you're free and you're like, okay, you, maybe you're gonna go into a marriage and be like, you know, I know what I want. I, you know, you, I mean, maybe you're self-actualized, and right? You can, and you can actually have some sort of input on what <laughs> on what you like, you know? Because like, listen, like we're it's not just okay. you know. I, I, 
yeah, you know, you know, you, women are not just, you know, part of my French cum dumpsters, and men aren't just breathing <laughs> machines for their wieners. <laughs> you know, like there's more to it than that. Absolutely, there's no need to pardon the French. <laughs> Be free, because you're right. If people feel in all of this shame. Is that shame that is self-imposed or is that yeah. shame because they have internalized false doctrine? You the know, latter, I say it's the latter. It, everybody, I'm not saying everybody needs to have a whole cation. I'm not saying everybody <laughs> has to have a whole, you know, whole sabbatical, whole sabbatical, whatever. <laughs> you do you. You have to recognize what you have the space and the bandwidth, you know, mm -hmm. to, yeah. to engage in. Mm -hmm. I want people to interrogate where that conviction comes from. Is it conviction that because you know, you're not built like that, you do catch feelings and you don't yeah. want to, right. you know, have right. casual right. Uh, relationships. That's fine. If that's your conviction. Or is it condemnation? Because then that's what leads to the shame and the guilt yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Because you should be a self actualized person when you come into a marriage that you know what kind of agency what type of way you want to negotiate pleasure in in the bedroom in the in the kitchen and wherever else you want to go right. yeah, and enough. if you can't do that because you've been full of shame oh come on 112 you caught it you caught it any of that i, I heard it anywhere because that wasn't there and you've been so shamed that you haven't had any space to even explore that because you think that's the devil. the devil well that's not coming from you and your own convictions and the holy spirit talking to you that's coming from somebody else's mess mm -hmm. that you've internalized so you right. gotta investigate that where is that coming from because i feel like everybody you know in sex positivity has to cover the spectrum of people who want to be out here in these streets and people who want to be celibate and abstinent absolutely you can be abstinent and that's totally fine i was abstinent uh till i was married that's totally fine but it doesn't make me any better doesn't give me no gold star doesn't give me any cookies or points for doing that it was just because i know me and how i'm set up you're getting your cookies now listen right getting it in right i got two kids to show for it right. um right. But even with me abstaining from marriage, like pleasure was still always going to be on the menu. Like, right. because I'm a person, I have, I don't know, Needs. like you, you have Desires. desire, right? Yeah. Desire is always going to be there. I don't understand people think abstinence means devoid of desire. Like mm -hmm. desire is still there. Hello. Pleasure still needs to be explored and understood. Mm -hmm. Correct. And there are people who are asexual too. Asexuality yeah, has sexuality, to be understood yeah, yeah. in the realm of sex positivity. And again, all of this is still seen as blessed and beloved of God, mm -hmm. period. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, well, you know, like, like I was saying, at the, you know, at the beginning of this conversation, you know, someone who is asexual or might come from trauma, mm -hmm. who Ooh. then, who, who might link up with somebody who, you know, is, you know, in the purity culture and abstinent and, and, and is self-flagellating if, you know, if they, if they wake up with morning wood. It might work. It might work mm. out that it, they might work out that it works for a time, right? For a season, right? But mm -hmm. it just doesn't. But it, it, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, like you're saying, sex positivity is really the way it needs to be, and I think, yes, you know, and I'm with you. I fully agree. Yeah, and, and there's some theology and 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 great public theologians and and people who are trying to push uh, folks to think about sexuality and and faith and and god and biblical sexuality um in more progressive ways mm -hmm. um unfortunately there are still folks who are yet holding on to that very oppressive 
theology and they're just trying to repackage it. Mm. You know, I just yeah. saw a website yeah. um, earlier today, they'll call like church sexuality, like, ooh, the church is gonna talk about sex and we're gonna talk about a way that is affirming. And the more I delve deeper into mm. like the people who made it, I'm like, no, y'all just repackaging it. It just looks fancier. Wow. Like you just are able to use the, the the words, but you're still saying like, oh, this is what, what God's will is for you. And this mm. is the biblical view. Um, it's just like, no, the biblical view is a whole lot of getting it in, multiple right. wives. You right. can't read the Song of they Solomon so and tell me the right. Bible ain't talking about folks getting it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Song of Solomon is talking about licking nipples. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got yeah. you got well, books the Bible talking about, listen, yeah. <laughs> so you can't tell me that the biblical view is just, you know, again. They were horny oh. in the Bible. Very, you, very, you know, very horny. Very, yeah. And then you got to think about the folks who wrote it. It's mainly men. Yeah, yeah. Horny yes. men in caves. Horny men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying oh. that they weren't inspired, right? <laughs> I'm not saying they and weren't then, inspired of the oh. Lord to write some of it. And then Rachel but. came in and she said, What about my what about my what about the the nurse? And what about the maidservant girl? And I'll watch. <laughs> no, my goodness, Greg, you're taking this to a whole other level. Oh my it's goodness. all so horny. Oh you, you my know, you're, you're, you're talking about repackaging. I'm, I'm picturing Pastor Jeff having, holding a youth conference in the church basement. He's wearing shorts and like, and, and he starts it with playing. Let's talk about sex. Yeah. He's like, hey guys, this okay? You know, it comes in like, hey, everybody, everybody, but you know, you shouldn't. Right, right. No, basically, you know, that's what it is. It's exactly. Jesus. You know, they have the skinny jeans. They got some tattoos. Fleek <laughs> yeah, yeah. website. They're on the gram. You know, they're on IG. Yeah, you know, they're, yeah. they're they're on TikTok. <laughs> they they yes. oh. they're hip. They're with it. We're saying but the same the crap. Same shame oh. filled crap. Well, speaking like, of which, to be delivered. Have you seen? Have you watched the Righteous Gemstones on um, HBO? No. no, you've seen all the all shows. Right, so, yeah, so this is like Danny McBride, but his, his father is John Goodman, and they uh, run a super church, like mm-hmm. a mega church in like South Carolina or something. And but they have uh, Adam Devine, who's like from Workaholics, is uh, playing the youth pastor. And like he'll, like he'll take the kids out, just like you're saying, you know, he'll take the kids out, and I'm like he'll take them like to the jump park, and like I jump for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you know, you know, and he like, and he's like, yeah, dude, like, he's like, no, it's fleek. Like, oh like, no, just, yeah, yeah, dude, it's just so bad. It's just so. That's bad. not what but, it is, though. But they're they're still perpetuating to the same mm-hmm. the same message, and so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Shiana, if you know, if you have any like theologians, like resources you want to drop for anybody that's listening and be interested in learning more about this, I will say that the, my springboard into a lot of this, although it was sort of burning was the conversation between Kev on stage and Candace Benbow. Yes. And Candace Benbow is a theologian on, she's on Twitter and Instagram and she's sort of, you know, shares some of these sex positive has very, very, some people consider very radical thoughts about um, how sexuality and women are portrayed in the Bible. 
Uh, but that's really what got my wheels turning in terms of mm. some of these topics. So that was my springboard, but I know that Shiana knows like way more. So yeah, you're pretty well, busy. I must say, all right. I'm, I'm not that busy. Um, I just <laughs> live on Twitter. Um, and I always say if the saints ever found my Twitter, they would not think I was. Saying That's why I didn't share it. That's why I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even put your junk out there. Um, I'm still not going to say my Twitter handle. No, I wasn't going to ask you to. In these streets. It's all locked down anyway. Um, um, I do. I lock it uh, down every now and again. Right now, it's public, oh. but I, I locked it down when I had, I preached um, a conference once, and all of a sudden, I had like this influx of people like following me on different social media. I was like, "Oh no, y'all can't find my Twitter. Y'all <laughs> follow me everywhere. Oh, let me hide. No, the you need to have a Finsta and an Insta. You need to like. I, I do. You I do. need to be like the kids and get the Finsta. Yeah, Finsta. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why the parents had you on, yeah. Right, right, right. So, yes, Candace Bimbo is um, an amazing resource. Her red lip theology, I can't wait for her book to come out that she's writing. excited. um, Just about, you know, her personal journey um, and and getting free. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also follow um, Danielle Thomas. Uh, So she's on Twitter, but also Facebook um, under the handle of Unfit Christian. Yeah, I follow her too. Unfit Christian is an amazing blog, but also... um, uh, just a great uh, community online um, on Facebook and on, on Twitter uh, where she shares some of that same um, just affirming theology, unpacking some of the mess that we just kind of take as authority. Because again, I just want people yeah. to interrogate and investigate where is this feeling come from? Yes. If it's yeah. conviction and, and that is definitely coming from the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. But if it's condemnation and shame and guilt, that is not mm-hmm. of the Lord. So I appreciate um, these women um, doing that kind of work of unpacking and, and interrogating and offering up other ways to look at scripture because that's all we're doing. Anybody who says the Bible is black and white or the Bible says they're dead wrong. Everybody right. is interpreting everyone. Even if you're translating from the original text, the original folks writing it were interpreting, interpreting. what they thought right. God yeah, said. Yeah, that's true. That's Everything true. is an interpretation. Mm-hmm. Everything's second and third hand. Mm-hmm. And we're all bringing our own stuff into the interpretation. Oof. Come on. Anyone that says otherwise yeah. is deceitful. Come on. Yeah. So uh-huh. I I really do look at, you know, Candace Bimbo, uh, Danielle Thomas. Um, and then I look at a lot of womanist theologians, womanist biblical scholars. Um, and I don't know if you want me to kind of like define what is womanism and, and womanist Go biblical work. Wait, 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 sorry, um, sorry. Did you say her name is Candace Bimbo? Bimbo. Yeah, Candace Benbo. Yeah. Oh, if it was B-I-M-B, she had no she she had no choice. Oh, <laughs> but to read Bimbo B E N B O W Bimbo. Okay, all right. I heard Bimbo. Yeah, I, 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 I can see where you tripped up there. Okay. Oh, Greg. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, no, but yeah, you, you were saying womanism. Like, I'm, womanism. Yeah. So yeah. I, I definitely am someone who identifies with womanism as both a political, biblical, and social construct and, 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 and a biblical uh, hermeneutic. The way I look at scripture, I look at it from the womanist lens. So if you think of feminism, um, there's the Alice Walker quote that uh, womanism is to feminism as lavender is to purple. It is um, looking at um, the, the unique lived experience of uh, black women and, and how we have these intersections of both um you know gender and race and how we come into the world so and and how we um how the world sees us and how we see the world is a very specific and unique experience 
So um, it is a term uh, coined by Alex Walker um, that started off as this word like woman-ish. So like, you know, how back in the day people would call like girls fast and men's man-ish or you're acting woman-ish. Yeah. So woman-ish was this sassy, like, you know, um, um, not necessarily adultification, but kind of recognizing this um, sassy uniqueness of black women. And so, you know, we know these terms within our own culture and our community. And now it, it, it has uh, evolved from Dr. Katie Cannon and, and other uh, womanist scholars um, to be this very um, unique lens of how you approach scripture and um, looking at it from a black woman's experience. And so I follow a lot of womanist scholars like um, Dr. Renita Weems, um, Dr. Mitzi Smith. She's the one who I know has transformed the way I look at scripture, even look at okay. my faith and look at God as, you know, we only see God and talk to him as the, the he, you know, she was going yeah, to open right. me up to the idea of that God, even the biblical God is she. Um, so that was a really powerful um, uh, interpretation. Um, but Dr. Mitzi Smith uh, is another person to kind of look into her work. Um, and uh, Dr. Will Gaffney, she is another great um, author. Um, and blank another one, Dolores Williams. She wrote a book called Sister in the Wilderness, looking at the story of Hagar in the Bible wow. and how that really is reflective of the black woman's uh, experience. So um, wow, these wow. are women that I've, you know, read their work, I follow them online and listen to their sermons. Like these are women who are filled with the spirit of the Lord, who are powerful preachers and they're all right. Um, but a lot of times they don't really have the same uh, space in the gospel kind of wire, you know, culture. Right, right, um, right. Even though they have huge platforms in academia, a lot of these women, because, okay. you know, PhDs are biblical scholars or theologians. Um, so they have a lot of uh, a space in, I think, academia, but sometimes in like the black church world, people don't really know who they are, but definitely mm. look up their work and their writing because it is transformative. And it's, like I said, it, it's giving you and offering you up another lens because we're typically only seeing God and seeing sexuality, seeing sex uh, through a male perspective. Right, right. I'm just, I'm just saying as COVID is uh, re-raging in our country, you may want to get quickly clacking on the keyboard, Shiana, and maybe do your own book. I've been telling, see, see, that's confirmation. I told her, we've been telling her she needs a podcast or a book. See? Listen. Let them fingers do the talking. See? I didn't even prompt him to say that, sis. See there? Oh, that is the the highest compliment is anyone that I have a way with words and that somebody else would want to read them. Yeah, Absolutely. You got a lot to say. Absolutely. Look, I might be older than you in age, but you have so much wisdom and that's why we wanted to bring you on. I will include all of those resources in the show notes when we go to put the episode up so people can get access, easy access to those, uh, to those, uh, theologians and resources that you mentioned. But, um, thank you so much for coming on and having this Absolutely. conversation with us. Me. I'm waving like people can see me. That's all right. Well, well, well I got a light. I got a light. He bought a light. Maybe we, yeah. We make it. Maybe we could do put this on video up so and that people can see, well, your, see your smiling face. If you don't want to see, I understand. <laughs> oh, no, you can, you, you can see all of my, 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 my smiley face. I'm recording in the kids playroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We keep it real on relative distance. This so, is my life. Feel free so, to. Yeah, how put that how are up. things going with COVID? You got you guys okay with the lockdowns and all that? Ooh, it's going. <laughs> it's a lot. We got the virtual school going for our yeah. oldest little buddy. He's in first grade, and then 
Michael is nine months. Um, it oh, is yeah, been, little buddy. Yeah. yeah, we got little buddy and kid sister. Uh, they well, are my, a lot. We're making it making it happen. Well, my my daughter's on punishment for uh, forever. What well, no. What does she do? Well, I watched the very terrible movie Cats, and <laughs> and and at the like this movie is is awful. <laughs> But oh, the yeah. only the only saving grace is Jennifer Hudson's performance of Memories at the end, so it moved me to tears. All the right? way to the end, though. All at the way the at the end. First of all, when, when I turned it on, when I turned it on and like she saw the cats, she she was taken aback. She was, oh. <laughs> yeah, so, I would have nightmares. Terrible. So so I, I play her Memories, and then I was like. Then I play. Then I go on YouTube and I pull up. Uh, and I'm telling you, Jennifer Hudson. Another. Okay. And I was like, "What'd yes. you think?" She like, she was like, "Pretty good." I was like, "Go to your room." <laughs> <laughs> so until we until she gets her mind it. right, she's on punishment. She gets her mind right, she's on punishment. That's, that's absolutely hilarious. Right. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. But well, yeah, that's a COVID life. COVID yeah, life. Oh, yeah. Tension, yeah. Tensions are bubbling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to end so yeah. y'all can get out and get some yeah. space from each other. It's basically sure. what it is. Yeah. For sure. But, Shauna, thank you so much, yes. man. Like, it was really, really, really amazing what you had to say. Shoot. We may have yeah. to bring you back on. Yeah. When we come back on. Yes, well, come on, reoccurring guest. Well, well, you know what? You know what? Let's. Yes. Let, well, you know what? Let, let, let's just take it home. What 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 are you what are you watching right now? Should we take it to watch your streaming, Carla? What am I watching? Because yeah, Gucci and everything. Gucci and Jeezy aren't on yet, so let's oh. do it. There's a million people on here, but they're not. Oh, they're fighting in the they're fighting in the backstage. <laughs> Listen, will they will they ever make it? Will, up? will they ever make I it? Up? I don't know. Can people exactly. get a pat down? We'll wait they and walk see. In? We'll wait and see. That's exactly right. <laughs> so what are you what are you watching? What are you streaming? Um, let me think. I'm watching old stuff. Okay. Because uh, I saw Carla was talking about Umbrella Academy. We we watch Umbrella Academy and I love it and I can't wait for the next season. So mm-hmm. I've been watching like super old like 90s shows okay. and, and 2000s. So I've been re-watching The Practice. Okay. And The Practice oh. is so I cool. never watched it. <laughs> you never, never watched it? No. Never watched it Oh my goodness, I love the practice growing up and watching it now as a kid. I was I watching now as a grown up. I'm like, why did they ever put some of this stuff on TV? <laughs> it definitely did not age well. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's just like, oh no, we are way too woke for some of these topics. How, how many how, how many seasons are there of it? Oh, it's like eight seasons. Oh god. I'm on like season six. Oh, it's it's bad. The practice like twenty two episodes, probably. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's a so commitment. It's so much drama. Their clients are always doing ridiculous stuff and stalking. Like every last one of them are like murderers. It's, it's <laughs> but it's just it's so good just watching these really intense closing arguments. Yeah. It's a mess. It's like scandal times ten ooh, ooh. the amount of mess that wow. is in this show. That's a lot of um, mess. It is, it is. But I love it. So that's what I'm doing right now is watching the practice and then all I'm right. gonna move on to watch like all the spinoffs from the practice, like Ally McBeal, Boston uh, I, Legal. I, I, saw, I watched that. I watched oh it's David David E. Kelly's show. That's who it is. Yes, David all the Kelly. David okay. Kelly shows. Yeah, okay. I've been David going Kelly, down the okay. rabbit hole. Okay. I'm watching David I'm Kelly. watching uh, Undoing, which is a David E. Kelly show on uh, HBO. Oh, is that good? Oh, awesome. Ooh. Awesome. Okay. I didn't know that was his show. Awesome. I'm so awesome. I'll, I'll watch it. It's all here to say it's David E. Kelly. Uh, I'm like, now. He's a lawyer. Uh-huh. Now, is one, is one of them a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, awesome, awesome. They've only they've only done four episodes right now, but it's been uh, wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I saw that in, in the HBO QS. I might look at that. But yeah, I, I am watching the wow. Umbrella Academy. Um, I I like it. It's good. I just fell asleep on it last night. So that's been my struggle. It's sleepy time. But no, that's okay. Yeah. I got to the that's end of the first the, season. I, I was pilot. like, I was like, oof. Well, it, it didn't pick me up until maybe the middle of the first season. Mm. Where I finally was okay. invested. Um, but that's just because I was watching it very sporadically. But by right. the time I got to the season finale, I was locked in. I was like, oh. This is that's how I am with the boys. Like the I boys, watch is the boys. Awesome. It's intense. It's a lot, but sometimes like yeah. I'll fall asleep on it because it's a lot going on. I'm like, it's too yeah. late. Let me just fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. And I love I'll, the boys. I'll catch I love it the in boys. the morning. Bryant watches that. Yeah. My husband, but I don't. I haven't watched that. It's yet. good. It's really good. It's, right? it's good, but it's I mean, a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not opposed to shows that are a lot. So you know, it's it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm still rewatching Seinfeld. You're still oh. in that, yeah. Yeah, but but uh, Jerry Stiller just finally came in. Okay. Uh, what season uh, is that? You were on four. And in season four, he comes in. Okay. Okay. And, and he and he slaps George in the forehead in the first scene he's in, which is amazing. Nice. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then I was going to tell you about the Undoing. I saw you finish Queen's Gambit. I did finish Queen's Gambit. Um, amazing, right? Very good. Is it? It's good. I saw the trailer. Haven't watched the episode. Before. Listen, I, I saw trailer. in Netflix. I was like, chess. Nah. No, like thank you. Hard pass on chess, yeah. but people kept talking about it, and I'm very, mm-hmm. you know, susceptible to people's opinions. So I was like, let me let me watch this. Everybody seems to like it, and it was a very good story. It's deeper Is than the it chess. It's good. creepy. Yeah. You know, I don't no. creepy because no, 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 that's no, no, why no. I can't watch Lovecraft or whatever. Not at all. Show. Lovecraft is so oh. good. I can't do creepy. It's not things. creepy at all. Not in the You're least. Lo- you a lot? Oh, 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 Queen's Gambit. I thought you meant Lovecraft. Country. No, like, lo- Lovecraft is oh. bloody and creepy, and, and yeah. I can't do oh, it. Yeah. Cookie but Queen's Gambit. Gambit looked a little bit creepy. No, 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 no. it's it's intense, but it's not. Okay. Like, it's not creepy. But it's great. There's yeah, nothing supernatural. Ha- well, no, there's nothing really supernatural no. happening there. No. It's more about addiction and and drama okay. and yeah oh, and, and child prodigies and like yeah, yeah it's, it's very and then um, okay yeah. it won't yeah, scare I'm, you I'm, at all. Nothing, nothing scary, nothing no. creepy. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'll take your sure, word for it. I'll start it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, other than that, like I, I don't know, but between bouncing around, with, oh, I got a show for you guys to watch that I'm watching currently. It's oh, the second boy. season. It's called Pen Fifteen. It's on. Um, oh, I've heard Hulu. of that. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so it's these two thirty-five-year-old women or thirty-year-old women, and they uh, <laughs> they they wrote a show about being in middle school, and they cast real thirteen-year-olds, and then they dress like they're thirteen. I mean, like, like they're supposed to be like they're supposed to be thirteen-year-olds, but okay. like they're thirty-five-year-old women, like who are playing themselves at at thirteen, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. But like, like this second season, like you know, it's getting a little heavier. Like you know, like, but I was inter- it was interesting because what they captured really well was sort of that angst and the insecurity that you have mm-hmm. when you're, you know, thirteen or fourteen, and like wanting to blend in and wanting to. You know, get some sort of self, uh, sense of identity while in a community. It's really, really good. Okay, it's pen, P E N, 13. Yeah, it's, it's, it's penis. 15. Like, it's remember penis. when you were a kid, you were oh penis, my so you were God. a pen 15? Yeah. You didn't get it? Yeah. I did not get it. I was like, pen 13. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's pen 15. Dude. That's really, oh, pen really 15. good. Show. Pen 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, write it down, look at it for a while, and think about it. Yeah, I don't have to look at it long. I get it right away. Yeah, like, like Queen's Gambit, you have to see it on the. You have to see it on the. <laughs> right, like penis. I know, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
That's a great. I'm watching that as well. I'm watching that. <laughs> All right. So, okay. I will check yeah. that out. Right, we'll watch that. Yeah. We'll watch that. For sure. Well, thank you, Shiana, for coming on thank you, and joining thank us today. This is a great conversation. Yay. Yay. And I don't know. We'll, we'll try. Like I said, we'll try to bring you back um, for our peoples that are. We have sound effects on the show, guys, now. So, again, I want to give a shout out to everyone that has listened so far. Hi, mom. I know you're listening. Oh, um, oh you hello, can, mother. Oh. hello, mother. Hello, mother. Hello, um, mother. But anywhere you're looking for us, you can find us Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. Don't forget. Clubhouse. You're on Clubhouse? I can't figure it out. Mm. I'm there, but I'm like. Okay. Oh, you're on Clubhouse? I'm on Clubhouse. Yeah, but I have done nothing. I'm just there, like as an entity with no no followers. I'm on Clubhouse. Relative dist, I think is my is the is the username, but I've done nothing. Nothing. That's that's plenty. It's fine. I I get it. Nothing 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 is plenty. Nothing from nothing means nothing. Um, so yeah, don't forget to continue to it's rate on. us, review, subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for your ongoing support, um, and just keep with us, you guys. Stick with us. We're 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 rolling this thing out. So until next time, anything y'all want to say for the greater good of the people before we sign off? Hmm. hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Shrugs. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. even though happy we'll, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Our next episode will drop after Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Follow the yeah. CDC guidelines. That meme yeah. is going around that Zoom Thanksgiving is better than an ICU Christmas. Yeah, and uh, and keep uh and stay on Facebook fighting with each other so I have something to read on the toilet. <laughs> Wait, last <laughs> week you told everybody to be nice to each other on social right. media. Now changed, you're I've changed my I've changed my mind. <laughs> He needs entertainment. No, I've changed my mind. Your peace. Like, when I see someone, when I see somebody's comment, it has like 112 12 comments. I'm in there. Article, I'm like, ooh. Expand that joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. Social media is the devil. All right, yeah, you guys. Nice. Well, until next time, right. y'all be safe, be good. Much love. Peace. Much love. Peace. Bye.